If you like weird history, true crime, haunted and paranormal, then pause the podcast you're listening to right now and subscribe to Ghost Town wherever you listen to podcasts. We also have a video component to our favorite Ghost Town episodes at youtube.com slash Jason Horton. Episodes like The Los Feliz Murder House, The Toxic Lady, The Black Dahlia, Janis Joplin's Hotel Room, The Haunted Roosevelt Hotel, and more. Just go to youtube.com slash Jason Horton. That's youtube.com slash J-A-S-O-N-H-O-R-T-O-N. And while you're there, please subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes. Thank you. It's the Friends Without Benefits podcast. My name is Jason Horton. Welcome to the show. If it's your first time here, this is going to be crazy. If you're back for more, you know it's not going to be crazy. It's just a podcast. But I have Kristen and Marnie from the Ask Women podcast, and I have actually had Marnie on the show previously. So you can go check that out. And Kristen, I know we did a show together at the Hollywood Improv uh, where we told stories. I told one about trying to make a sex tape. She told one about poop. So you probably missed that show, and you missed a lot. Uh, So we talk about them, and then we talk about the podcast and getting advice about dating and relationships from women, two of them, so you're getting two points of view, uh, how it's super helpful. And it is. Find out what's going on. You don't know what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Uh, what's going on with me? I know you're super curious. Oh, I have a new website up, uh, like a Jason Horton-based website. Uh, it's uh, com. I got to – I practice saying so many of my websites, like YouTube.com slash Jason Horton, Twitter.com slash Jason underscore Horton. When I tell people, but my new personal website, which kind of covers – basically covers the comedy and the podcast, but that's JasonHortonComedy.com. My friend Drew made it, uh, MrEStudios.com, and I think there's a dash, uh, Mr-E-Studios.com. Also, if you want to send a question or comment and you want me to read it on a future episode, email me, fwbpod at gmail.com. I'm going to a show. I don't know if you, you probably don't know this about me. Why would you? Uh, I, a lot of my life, was taken up by like the punk hardcore scene or movement. And occasionally I still go to shows. So I'm going to check out uh, Dag Nasty. And I think Fireburn is opening up. Most of you probably don't care. But if you're somebody who like was like, I used to listen to punk and hardcore. Then I got super old. Um, It's still, you know what? I have more time to listen to hardcore now than I think I did back then. Even though I was going to more shows then, I think I listen to more music now. So I'm checking that out. I have a show of my own. It it will be punk rock in its own way, I guess. I don't know. I'll probably just be wearing jeans. But I'm doing a show at the Sycamore Tavern on December 8th at 8 p.m. in Hollywood. Not only did I have the Ask Women podcast on my show, I was on the Ask Women podcast. So make sure you go over there. I'll be in a future episode. Subscribe to them. Subscribe if you're on iTunes. Subscribe to me. It it helps if you want to rate and comment. That's great. Subscribing helps. It all helps, and it would probably help if I started my conversation with Marnie and Kristen from the Ask Women podcast. How did you decide to just join forces to take over 
the world, I guess. We but, yeah. Oh, we it was because, kind of like a Donald Trump thing. Like we just knew we were great. Oh, this is off to a good start. Thanks. Yeah, this is off <laughs> to it. So uh, Donald Trump is your influence and your hero, and that's what you got used to bring you guys together. Right. Great, great start. Right. Because I, I knew, I mean, I knew Marnie from, she was on, on my podcast, and I, you know, kind of knew her through that kind of like that dating world. And, you know, because uh, we met at the improv, mm-hmm. and uh, which we talked about on, on, you know, your show that about your poop stories. Mm-hmm. And poop I, stories. I love I t- poop stories. I think I talked about when I tried to make a, a sex tape, and it was um, that I when I was like seventeen, and I put in, you know, did it and put in the VHS tape. It took about two seconds to take the tape out and destroy the tape to know that like this was not as sexy as I thought it was. It's be. not. <laughs> oh my god, because there's shame. There's so much shame. Yeah. There's so much shame, but I, I actually, I didn't listen to your stories because I was very, I get very nervous before oh, I go on stage. it was a weird stage. show because none of us talked to each other. No one did. I didn't know did. where to stand, it, where to go. Yeah, it was a little uncomfortable, but I was so uncomfortable and nervous about my own because I kept going, oh God, I don't know if other people prepared stories. I didn't really prepare stories, but I had, so I kept looking at what I had set. So the story that we did the show, it was a storytelling show and you spin a wheel and then it lands on a topic and you tell oh. a story. Oh, but cool. I was afraid that I wouldn't have a, a story prepared for that topic. So I kept staring at my own topics or that my own stories that I had per topic to try to get it in my brain. So I, I literally listened to zero stories. I li- live such a full life that I have a story for everything. So I'm <laughs> so well-rounded <laughs> and know about a little bit about everything, so uh, so it's easy of, for you. Yeah, so I basically just talk about. I, I was gonna. Just so he say, heard every one of your stories. <laughs> yeah, and I listened. I'm to sorry, that. then. I Even mean, the I ones really, that you didn't say out loud. The poop, you know, the stuff about poop uh, was the one that I was like, okay. You're like, I, I have to you. have this girl on my I, show. I get you. <laughs> how yeah. did you guys? How did you guys like decide to? Because there was a time where you guys didn't do a podcast together. And now you you do ask women like how did that how did that come well out? we're about two hundred and sixty shows into our podcast so we've been doing a long time for a long time but, but be- originally yeah. um, so we were both working for Ask Men I was doing their dating advice vlog and you were doing some like funny, or something? funny yeah. videos comedy videos for them and um, the one guy who we had been working with mutually to do the videos had said we're gonna do this segment called Ask Women Marnie you're gonna be the moderator and I'm gonna get like a whole bunch of other hot girls to you know, be with a part Lauren of Francesca, these. He just said, said girls, not hot girls. Did you work with ever look with Lauren, Lauren? I feel like I no. did some asking with Lauren Francesca. Like I feel like we did some YouTube stuff for Ask Men. No, I did with yes, yeah, you but, did that for me because I was doing their dating and relationship. But we were at Lauren's stuff. when we were doing it. At Lauren's, yeah. yes, and she was doing this the entire time. Yeah, holding a phone up and just showing her wiggle. You were talking about it on our podcast about like seeing people on their Instagram who literally just show themselves like moving, and people there's like millions of viewers. This is what she does. She just like goes, "This is me, what I'm doing right oh now." My God. And, it's so and, she, and I'm like, this is not interesting, but apparently it is to other people. Yeah. But yes, she Mindless. was a part of the, the those videos. Um, and then she has all these sponsors. It's really cool this whole YouTube world. But um, I think it's annoying. Even no <laughs> no offense to YouTube. <laughs> no offense YouTube. to both of us. It is annoying. Yeah. Well, it's like it's the, some of it's so dumb, and people are getting rewarded for it, and that's yeah. what bothers me. But listen, I'm telling you, if you're doing this and people are following you, you should be rewarded. Yeah, I mean, all 100%. power to them. If it was me, I'd, I'd be like, this she is awesome. Is all, both of them, on and all day. It's cr- I would yeah. never want people to watch me that many, yeah. that, for that many hours a day. But anyway, we were doing this Ask Men video, and yeah. then we thought afterward that would be a good podcast idea. And I wanted to get into podcasting because I like talking. And so I thought, oh, because I didn't want to just like do another like – Hey, I'm randomly a person on a podcast. I wanted to actually have like a, yeah. a niche or a theme. A format. 
and because I knew it would attract more listeners. Mm -hmm. And so I thought that would be a good idea. And so then we contacted Podcast Once. We started out on there. And then we've just been doing it ever since. Yeah. What do you think you both individually bring to the table? That's because it was just two of the same of you. It wouldn't be, you wouldn't need nothing. Basically, Marnie, it's like if we could say it's like Thanksgiving dinner, Marnie prepares the entire dinner and I'm there to consume it. That's like the equivalent of our podcast. Yeah. Yeah, no, I bring that's nothing. Not even close. No, no, it is funny. We 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 originally started with four girls on the show. So the the point Kill of two, two of them yes, we, um, we would have liked to at certain points. Yes, <laughs> definitely shoot them in the head. Um, but like we at the time we thought each each person brought something unique and different because the whole concept of the show is to have different women bringing different perspectives about what women want. And, and it was supposed to be more of like a roundtable conversation, which yeah. we realized doesn't translate to podcasts as much as yeah. would TV. But like one of the girls was very sexually open, grew up in a naked house, yeah. kind of was like crazy in bed type. Then there's Marnie, who's got all the practical advice and knows what she's talking about. Then there's me, who's kind of shy and more self-deprecating yes. yeah, and, and guilty. And then I don't... And then Haley was like the angelic... Were her parents like evangelists or something? I think like so, she's yeah. Like, but outside of the house, she was super sexual. But inside of the home, it was like, okay, no sex before marriage. It was, yeah. just, it was like an interesting dynamic with all four of us. We all looked different, had different perspectives. So it was cool. Um, yeah, but they were just crazy. Basically. Well, it just anyway, turned out to be... It, not the right could, dynamic yeah, for us. Yeah. Not the right dynamic for a radio show podcast format with all these voices contributing. Um, but Kristen and I, I feel like we've always bounced off of each other really well. I don't feel like anything I'm doing is stepping on her toes and vice versa. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. We just really work well together. Like there was a certain point in time where Kristen was, I think she was going to move to New York or like a while ago. And I was looking it for It happens other every people. six months. Every six months. Like, fuck. LA, I'm out of here. <laughs> it's like saying I want bangs, right? It yeah. is. Yeah. Oh my God. It's so yeah, is. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, why did I get bangs? It's so stupid. It takes three years right, to Right. I just spent $5 million trying to move to New York. Yeah. Exactly. Could just cut bangs. Exactly. Are either you from New York? I'm from upstate New York. Where? Uh, Utica, New York, which is yeah, outside of Syracuse. That's that's up. That's so very I, upstate. Yeah, I grew and I'm up, from Toronto. Oh, yeah. So close. Uh, yeah, I'm upstate, but outside, like you know, like the Newburgh, Poughkeepsie area. So yeah, like, you're like legit New Yorky yeah, downstate. Downstate, but yeah, Utica, Syracuse is the Carousel Mall. I mean, oh my god! Do you see how we just connected? We just totally something? connected. We talked about on on your podcast, like how do you have conversation? And that little bit that could turn into like. Did you love Claire's Boutique? You know what I mean? Totally. I loved Claire's Boutique. I grew up going to Carousel Mall was the biggest exciting trip because where I'm from, I'm actually from a town called Illion, New York, which is um, very, very far from Syracuse in in terms of back then in the day. And it was like a full hour drive to go to 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 Carousel Mall. And it was a thing. And it was like all the better stores were at Carousel Mall. And there was a carousel. Like it was a big deal to go to Carousel Mall. Well, that's what we had for the Galleria Mall from Toronto. We would drive two to hours Buffalo. to Buffalo, yes, to go to the Galleria Mall because it had all the American stores, which we now have in Canada, but it was like a way better And mall. I worked at Abercrombie and Fitch, not at the Galleria oh, Mall, really? but one down the, the Crumier Mall, like nearby in, in sure Niagara Falls. Too. But we hated the Canadians. I'm sure. Because I worked at Abercrombie and Fitch, horrifying, but they didn't have Abercrombie and Fitch in Canada, and so they would bring you guys would come down and try on a boatload of everything. Yeah. And so the entire dressing room would literally just look like I had a volcano of clothing erupt because it was all the, the Canadians. Canadians would do that? Yes, because they would literally like try on everything because this is like a two-hour drive. So they're going to like right. put you know the time in and the that. effort. Yeah. And I then definitely made a mess I'd have to go in and clean it up. 
like fuck so Canadians. you worked for Abercrombie so you were considered hot when you were young no I wasn't I only got the job because I knew the manager oh and they had me work like overnight shifts <laughs> like I was I was the <laughs> like, hidden don't show this girl the front I door I was the hidden one was the manager at least hot everybody is he was cute yeah he was cute see and you're from Toronto my wife is from Calgary I think I knew that. So now, now we just connected on a conversation. Yes. That yes. would be my flirting. I was like, oh, hey, what's up, girl? I was like, oh, my wife is from Canada. We have so much in common. That's how you would flirt? That's how I would do it, yeah. <laughs> why is that why? Is that? I'm very good at it, though. Yes, I would flirt by saying my husband. <laughs> right. We have yeah. something in common. We're both married. We're both Look married. At us. We're Look like, at us. We should hook dating. up. Right. See? I know. <laughs> I'm sure that conversation has happened with people in the world, right? They're just like, oh, we have that in common. Let's oh, totally. Married, we, let's well, hook up. Yeah. I think they'd hook up more on like, we hate our spouses. Let's yes, exactly. That's how it would. That's how it would start. Or it would be amazing though if you guys were like, "We would love our spouses. Let's hook up." <laughs> yeah, when, we're really committed people. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we have a lot in common. What's because you both do? You have, yeah, Marty, you have the the wing girl method, mm-hmm. and you also do. I have nothing. No, you have mentally chill. Mm-hmm. You do that, mm-hmm. um, and you do. Something you do something. The, you do some. You do a thing. I you have a thing. thing. Um, where you sit there and you're wearing jeans. I don't know. You're doing a thing. <laughs> um. How She's is a what you comedian. is what you do different? Like is what you do separate from this? Do you bring that in there, or is this like a completely like n- new thing where the other things don't like kind of bleed over into it? Well, oh no, they totally they bleed, bleed into it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like well, a bad leaky tampon. Yeah, <laughs> bled right into each other. Well, this is definitely yeah. an extension of my <laughs> brand. My my company is about teaching men how to understand women and then giving them the skill set that they need to attract, date, seduce, and get with any woman that they want to. And so then the podcast is like the here's Marnie and other girls talking version of that business that I have. And then Kristen is a comedian outside and she's bringing her comedy to our podcast as well. But now she's actually offering up like solid dating advice as well. Yes, you're doing, you're doing, an, an app where people can text you. Yeah, it's this thing called Marnie introduced me, and I mean, I'm so new at it, and I, you know, I have to see where it goes. But I've been doing this so long with Marnie that I see like this is like you know a business and all that kind of stuff. And of course, me, I'm going, well, I'll just keep doing this it. a hobby. Um, but this is uh, this website called in or not a website, an app called InstantGo.com, and I hate the name. I don't think name. the name fits what it is. Basically, what it is is an app where you can go to get professionals advice advice on whatever it may be so they'll have like i was flipping through there and it'll be like makeup artists you can go in and ask some questions or it'll be tarot card readers and go in and ask them advice and so i'm on there giving um advice on to dudes on how to banter with women because i've noticed from uh, i broke i was in a relationship for eight years and then a year and a half ago we broke up and so i've been dating like a maniac um which is why I'm so tired of it right now. But I've had so many um, good and bad experiences with the banter, but the banter is everything. Like if I have good banter with a dude, I am so willing to go out with him and I am so willing to maybe kiss him and whatever else because I find that so attractive. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I find dudes that they seem great on paper, but then they can't have any sort of fun flirty conversation. And I will, and they could, they could be the perfect person, the perfect person. I would never go out with them, ever. Is your, you know, because you're a comedian and dating in the world of comedians, which I have, is sometimes a separate thing, especially in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. we'll say. Uh, do you date a lot of comedians? No. Okay. So no. You're, you're, you're one of those. Yeah, no, it's not. Have you, ever, have you ever dated a comedian? I've gone out with comedians, but it's not intentional. I'm not intentionally not going out with them. I just have not met any that I'm super into. 
um, I went out with, I'm trying to think of um, the last one I went out with. I Oh, I went out with one recently and he's the nicest, funniest guy, but I'm just not, I'm just not attracted to him. And I really wish I was because I'm not anti-dating comedians. I mean, dickwad comedians, I wouldn't want to date. But nice ones, yeah, totally I would. But I just haven't found one that I'm into. Because I'm sure yeah. like comedy and being humorous and having a good sense of humor is probably a key to a lot of what will well, help guys with dating, right? I yeah, yeah. And that I, I would naturally think I would be really good with a comedian. Um, I just haven't found the one that I would be good with yet. Because, I mean, one, we would you know, share – the problem is I find comics that I, f- I really share the same perspective with. We really hit it off, but there's no attraction, at least on my end. Um, but if I met a comic that I was attracted to and we had great, the same perspective on like connecting more over things we hate versus things we have in common, you know, um, I would totally marry that dude. I just haven't, you know, found him yet. Right. You'd totally marry that unemployed dude. Totally. No, I wouldn't. If he if he was a good comic, making some money, sure. <laughs> uh, what I was curious. So you probably get you know you get a lot of um, questions and people want questions. Essentially, guys want questions answered for them, right? They want things spelled out or they want things explained. Are there questions that you think? Oh, we get a lot of these. Yeah, it seems like Marnie's always um, touching upon the friend zone, yeah. which seems to be a big problem for dudes. Is now is that okay? So the climate of. Um, hmm. Uh, uh, relationships and sexuality uh, it, it, it's oh, it's always been an issue but now it's like very bubbled to the surface as far yeah. as being discussed you know I've done a lot of dating stuff and a lot of comedy I thought you were going to say I've done a lot of like sexual harassment no no, no I'm very like I'm just very I'm just if I anything, toyed like, with sexual harassment yeah, if anything they're like hey are you going to try to kiss me you're just going to be weird and <laughs> yeah. kind of scared all night I was like no I'll be weird and scared all night uh uh so I kind of like, kind of wonder, um, well, first, my, I guess my question is, has that changed? Because it's changed. I, I've also changed. You know what I mean? Like I've been married for a year and I did a lot of dating previous to that, but like a couple of years before in Los Angeles, uh, dating a lot of comedians or actors mm-hmm. or people in the YouTube world or mm-hmm. whatever circles. Um, uh, I feel like I've changed where it's like the idea of pickup artistry is now a little bit, maybe it's just me that I just, I feel like the word is a little bit like pickup artistry is a little bit like... Sleazy. I don't. It sounds think, gross. No, that I sounds so eighties to me. Yeah, I so think funny. I think it sounds super gross. I've always from the from the moment we started this podcast, I always thought dating or pickup artists sounded gre- creepy and gross to me. I still and she hated whenever they would come onto our podcast. Yeah, and podcast. I don't ninety nine point nine percent of them that came onto our show, I think are the cheesiest, grossest dudes ever. However, they are making money and living <laughs> these successful careers because. People need the help. And I think Marnie isn't, to me, doesn't come across as a pickup artist. No, I'm the furthest thing from it. Right. But by definition, I guess probably I would be. Because the definition is, I'm teaching you how to manipulate women. It's just, it's basically guys who are teaching you how to interact and date women. And all the guys, I mean, to me, the pickup artists that are that are teaching you how to manipulate and pick up women, they all come from a back. To me, it seems like they were so nerdy or whatever it was when they were younger and now they're just trying to get revenge and that's what it comes across to me it doesn't come from a good place really mm-hmm. like so even like brad p i think he has great advice so there's a pickup artist dude named brad p i think all of his advice is really really good but he was a total dweeb or whatever and got no girls and to me it just comes screams insecurity like i'm so mad at this insecurity that I had to have my whole life. I'm going to figure out 
how to now fucking get all these people and prove to them. And I mean, I'm not above it because I, I do a lot of living my life for revenge, you know? Yeah, you should <laughs> so, be in support of these I mean, people. in a way. The thing is, is that like people beating no down on you. paying me for well, they for, will eventually if, if you crack it. Maybe. That's the whole thing. You're working towards somebody paying you. People weren't paying them in the beginning either when he was doing all of when guys were doing all this research. Jordan Harbinger, you like. He's the only one I like. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. I think if you were to meet these people in different spaces where they weren't talking about why they're doing these things or how they're teaching these guys or techniques, I think you would find a lot of them much more charming. Yeah. Because they would be having normal conversations with you. So like my perception of somebody like Brad P, the first time I met him, when I heard him giving his speech about like how to do this in 30 seconds, I was just like, ugh, what the fuck? You're a gross person. And then I talked to him in the hall and I was like, oh, you know, actually, I really like you. And then I went out for dinner with him and another friend of mine and his wife. And like, we had a blast. And he was so freaking interesting because he does 20 other things besides being a pickup artist where I was like, you're so, you're an awesome person. Like he, he like runs rehab facilities. Like he's a, Yeah, he's, a he's good, well-rounded. A good person, a good human being. Um, so maybe that's so, how he's successful with women, not necessarily his like pickup lines, but the fact that you said he's like, oh, he has this interesting, well-rounded. Yeah, he's a charmer. Uh, charisma that you don't, you can't necessarily get by just being like, all right, so if you see the girl, look at her with one eye and then turn around and then make a joke. You know what I mean? Like yeah. those kind of things. It's really what. Well, I think he does that at first yeah. and then goes to the nicer, okay. I'm a good person thing. Yes, 100%. But I will tell you that a lot of these guys, when they are doing something, because it's it's a new skill that they have or a new way of being, it's ingrained in them and it feels very natural. And There's other guys where I'm like, what are you doing to me? Like I used to go to these pickup artist conventions and I would be the only woman there. And half of the guys there who were not attending the conference but speaking at the conference couldn't make eye contact with me. And then yeah. they get on stage and start preaching all this stuff and I was like, but you just literally couldn't talk to me or make eye contact you know you don't you are not speaking the truth other guys really owned what they were doing and were just like wonderful charming people who i was like oh yeah i would i would date you i would totally be with you is the friend zone okay so i i know i i understand the concept of it and i've used it in videos and and but like i've also when people talk about the friend zone now it they're saying there's really no such thing as a friend zone it's just this thing that guys use and I guess women, anyone could use it, but it's the thing that guys use to be like, oh, well, this didn't work out. So I was put into this thing as almost like it's the word friend zone is like a negative against women thing. Yes. As a, like a, Oh, a, I get so mad at thing. guys when they say she put me in the friend zone. I'm like, no, nobody put you in the friend zone. You, you, if you're a friend of hers now, it's because you have done that to yourself. It's not her saying, I'm going to pick you up and put you into this zone that you're never allowed out of. Like, it's, it, that doesn't happen. You just didn't present yourself a certain way. You didn't ask for what you want. Or you're not hitting her buttons and she's, it's a mismatch for you. That's what's going on. There's no, like, putting somebody into the friend zone and they're banished to being there for the rest of their lives. You can choose to be wherever you want to be. Most often, guys are either acting too friendly, they're not putting their real selves out there, they're not being opinionated, they're not stating their own wants, their intentions are totally hidden, and they end up being this bland, robotic version of themselves. That's why they end up in this space. And I actually call it the fake boyfriend zone because that's what they're doing. They're showing a woman, here's how it would be if I was your boyfriend. I would be so nice and I would do this for 
you. And at 11 o'clock at night, you could call me and cry to me. I'll be this wonderful guy. But what happens is women aren't attracted to that guy until they're in a relationship with him. In the very beginning stages, you don't want to see those nice romantic things being done for you because then it feels too needy and too much. I think I'm in the uh, fake employed zone (laughs) right now. And I didn't put myself there. Hollywood has put me there. It's not because I lack talent. They did pick you up and put you there too. Set you down. Their fault because I have all the stuff. You do. So they have put you there. uh, So, like, if you the the purpose of your podcast is to be a is it a a resource for men or is it also just a kind of a place to discuss stuff that is not just like listen if you're a female or you're somebody that's not interested in dating you're not going to get anything out of this or is it kind of like. This is, I mean, podcast, you don't have to be like necessarily like, oh, I need this to be entertained. But the purpose of it is it just information for single guys. It's entertaining information. Yeah. It's information wrapped up in an entertaining package. Yeah. Because Marnie, like Marnie, like she read that um, on the show that you were just on with us. Marnie read um, the compliment email, (laughs) which didn't really have a question. But they were saying Marnie always finds a way to really dig deeper and to get the real answers out of people with actionable advice. If it was just my podcast it wouldn't be like we'd just be like shooting the shit <laughs> but be putting down people who date totally but it's like a combination so then i try to add a little bit of the levity we'll st- with still having a little bit of advice in yeah. my own personal perspective um but yeah she, that's the best it, thing she actually offers up a lot of her own um experiences which is super helpful because then other guys can hear that that is the point to bring other single single women or women who are dating whatever pe- other women on to hear Possibly the different perspectives or the shared, but it's not like a, it's not like a NPR style. No, no, no. no. You know, it's definitely a very and- casual show, but it's it's meant to inform and educate and entertain mainly men. But I honestly suggest women listen to the show because getting to hear what men are so baffled by is really eye opening. Because I, I I'm going to speak for you, but like, aren't you sort of shocked sometimes by what guys are confused by? Yeah. Does it, do you think it helps you in your own dating life? It does. Yeah, it definitely does a little bit. I mean, I'm still single, but, um, but I, I don't think that's because of any like misuse of techniques or something. Right. Not that I'm really using techniques. I think to, I just haven't met the right person yet, but, um, you're surrounded by a bunch of fake boyfriends. I am. I am. Well, it's funny cause I've had now from going on, I mainly use Bumble and I just erased my profile. I'm like, I, I'm over this right now, but I've made so many good guy friends from Bumble. And it's weird. It's almost like when I first started going on dates, I was very surprised. A lot of the dudes seemed effeminate. And I was, my first thought was like, is this why they're single? And I, I, not because they're, not because they're gay and actually into men. I mean, maybe they are, but because a woman going on a date with a guy that was really effeminate is like, are we going to go shop for shoes or make out? Because right. I'd prefer to be on a date with someone I really want to make out with. And I don't, I'm not getting that vibe from you. So I was really surprised at how many guys are kind of effeminate. And a few of those guys have become my very good guy friends. They're yeah. still not, I mean, well, one of them, one of them is actually gay now. Like he's, oh, really? well, I mean, he's bi, but he's dating a man. Like he's in a relationship with a man. Right. So it's very, it was very and he figured shocking that, to me. figured that out after the date with you. Is that how that works? Literally. Okay. Literally, yeah, like, this isn't gonna happen. But again. I, I, but I was funny because then me and that guy went out again many months later, um, and uh, and I was kind of like I saw him in a different light, not because he was dating a man and I found that attractive, but because you could tell when we date him and I were, we went on like three dates. When we went on the dates, he seemed very intent on trying to like 
be on a date with me and impress me. And I didn't find that attractive. But then when we went out like six months later, just to say, hey, because we're friends now, I, I was very attracted to him because you could tell he didn't give a fuck whether I liked him or not. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, damn it. You know, and I asked him if he'd play on our team again. <laughs> I was like, you know. You just got pickup artists did it. Did. I did. Maybe. Long I play. If the very oh, yeah. elaborate. Slow burn. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> very slow burn. It's um, like, I'm going to be with other dudes just to get you. <laughs> to manipulate me. Yes, exactly. That's my it worked. tactic. Well, that's why. I, see, I'm being unemployed right now to get all the employers to be like, ooh. ooh. Oh, then they're like, yeah. no. We're yeah. Good. <laughs> we got, like, we got what we need. We don't need this. Right. We don't need this white guy. We don't need him. We're good with him. So right. uh, this is kind of a question to um, people out there that you know do podcast uh, like so. Okay, this podcast interview conversation humor. There's a lot out there. You know, there's other probably other podcasts that you know have you on that you kind of discuss what you do. And I always think like, well, why why would people come to this one? Do you ever think because you do you know advice for guys? I'll just you know kind of generalize it. You're not the only podcast out there or the only resource out there that's that's offering up information. What do you do to kind of make yourself viable? Like in stand a sea, out. Yeah, stand out or just, just to be, to give your, like to, in a sea of other podcasts that are out there, or other resources that are out there to, you know, to kind of keep doing it. Like what is it about what you do or what are your secrets? We're Tell just me. us. Well, we're just us, but also, um, if that's not enough, we, um, it's not, not for me. It's not, no. Um, it's that I think we're really, I mean, I don't know how many other shows are out there of just women giving advice to just men. Like it's not a dating advice show, blanket statement, anything, anyone. It's kind of narrowed down to dudes who really need to hear from women themselves because a lot of the podcasts I think are guys giving other guys advice, which is good. But also, you need the female perspective um, as well, obviously, because you're trying to date females. Yeah. So. And the thing is with our show, it's like, it's not the typical female perspective. I would say it's a very real female perspective. Yeah. And we're not like, I don't know. I think the the thing about our show is that it's not all luxury and information and experts and it's not all just being goofy and making some silly jokes I think it's a really good combination and I and I I really haven't listened to any other show I mean I don't actively look for them but I don't know what other shows out there that does what we do but I've been on a lot of other shows as well I would say there's there aren't very many shows who are hosted by women for men but a lot of other shows, I don't think they have the same dynamic as us. I think, I think yeah. we have a really good dynamic. And we used to do this, um, not so much anymore since we've started recording for ourselves. We used to have a voice of man on our show just to keep us in check and make sure that we're not getting too, too catty or too, too girly. Just being for like, okay, don't to do this, guys. And I think that that's also my role as well because of what I do for my work. And I can step in and represent the guy. And also, I grew up with all boys, so I think we're like women with with a boy side to us. Is yeah, we're men. Yeah, we're basically men. Basically, men giving advice to men. Yeah, exactly. I know. I'm just as hairy. Yeah. No, it could be an issue. People (laughs) ask me that all the time. Like, what? Like, like who are your competitors? And I I say nobody. Like, there are there are I I am me. If they people resonate with what I'm putting out there, and same thing with what we are putting out there collectively. Like, that's why we're good and right. they get solid information from us and they like the way that we deliver the information and they like us and that's what's been you know keeping us around for so long yeah i feel like that sometimes it's like 
you can get like I like science podcasts, and I feel like I can get it from a bunch of different podcasts, but I really only want to hear it from the like the vessel of like these people. Yeah. Uh, and also, I mean, the, the, the title "Ask Women." My first instinct is, oh, it's ask women about men and dating. But in, if you think about it, it's like ask women. It could be anything. Ask women about science. Ask women about politics. But I mean, me, we're thinking. Yeah, of that's true. Going out for another. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But, but it works yeah. because the first thing I think of is, like, oh, ask women. Oh, it's because I'm a guy that's like in the biggest puzzle in the world. Beside, like, who am I? Is like the relationship between me and somebody else. Yeah. And I think that's I think that I think that's what make it, as an outsider, as a consumer, that's what makes it kind of stand out for me too. It's like really, really concise, and I I know what it's going to be about, even though theoretically it could be about and yeah. A lot of things. Well, I know we used we, to have big lips on our logo, not vagina lips, but actual lips. I don't know the difference. That would have gotten us way more listeners. Than big vagina lips on our logo. Way less Those, sponsors though. I yeah. yeah, maybe, maybe, or way more sponsors depending on who's Adam and sponsor Eve. Us. Yeah, exactly. Um, but. Uh, now our logo, you can't really, I think it's a little more confusing because when we went over to Wondering Network, they changed it to like a dude like looking up into a bubble like, what should I ask women? Yeah. And I don't really feel like it It leads them to thinking it would be sexual. But the show is more, not sexual only, but like dating. I think the lips helped with people oh, understand. Oh, going back no, to the lips. I liked, no, I liked the lips. I didn't like the red lips. I'm going to put it back. I liked the blue and yellow lips because it was like hip oh, those and kind of cool. Oh, the blue lips, not the I didn't li- original ones. I, I don't I like the original. the original ones. No. I, if so we good. could make the original ones look a little bit more hip, to me that one looks too like cheapy porny. Oh, I liked it. Mm-mm. I'll show it to you, Jason. You can well, give us your two cents. I think yeah. Jason would like my lips better. Ooh. Listen, Vagina lips, of course. There's right. plenty of talk about lips and <laughs> asking women on your podcast. Ask women. We can yeah. find that. Is it's just ask women on everything? Is that yeah? It's on iTunes, SoundCloud. You can go to my website, which is winggirlmethod.com slash podcast, and you can download. Uh, there's a whole bunch of different, uh, different formats there. You can actually like download it to your computer, listen to it, stream it on the website. But then, like on Twitter, we're Ask Women Podcast. Yes, we're Ask Women Podcast yes. on Twitter, and then on Instagram, we're Ask Women Pod. Yes. And you can go over there and hear more of me, which is really yeah. good because mm-hmm. people are like, oh, we really want to hear this nasally voice more. You don't sound nasally. I'm very paranoid that I always sound nasally. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? And I try I to like open up my passageways to hear if I sound different. I think I do I when I stretch my nose open. You sound cool though, Marnie. Like you just sound like, you sound like kind of rock and roll. That really? Like, I Marnie's got I a really good so voice. Nasally, but people have told me I have a good voice. So now I'm like owning it. I'm like, okay, I, obviously yeah. it, is, it is a good voice. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. But it's nasally. It's it's nasally. It's Jewish. I don't think it's nasally. Well, go what? go check out their. Po- I'm on there. They're on here. Check it out. See who's nasally. See who's <laughs> yeah. lips or what.